sorry for the awkward silence nothing's happening i really just felt like being dramatic um no so this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down but i like to take a minute just sit right there i tell you how i became the prince of a town called belair no but really this <laughs> sorry i'm weird anyway fresh prince belair great show if you haven't watched it need to most definitely will smith's one of his greatest works of art um but on a more serious note This podcast is going to be all about how I decided to pursue a master's in public health, why I chose that option over a post-bac or a master's in science and biology or chemistry or in medical sciences. And I definitely think you should take a listen if number one, you're just wondering why I chose it. Number two, you know, you're nosy. You don't really care why I chose it, but you just want to know about my life. And number three, if you're trying to navigate through figuring out you know, the same decision if you're thinking about not going straight into medical school or thinking about pursuing a master's program altogether. I'll tell you some of the things that I thought about and how I came to to the decision of getting a master's in public health in particularly health management. So um, if you're interested in any of those, if one, two or three apply to you, keep listening. So before we get too deep into this podcast, let's hear a word from our amazing sponsor. Hey, so if you're sticking around, I'm guessing it's because you're wanting to know why I decided to pursue a master's in public health. So let's do a little story time. I took my MCAT in July, Um, I think it was like July 16th, it was like mid-July, so uh, no, I took it in June actually, it was mid-June, I got my score back in July and I did not do too hot, I got like a 490, and you know, if you don't know anything about the MCAT, that's just not really a great score, Um, to be competitive, you really need a 505, really a 510 or above, and you know, to just be average, you really need kind of like a 500, so I scored a little below average, um... I wasn't really happy with my score. I spent time studying, probably not as much as I should have, and maybe didn't study in the correct way. But, you know, it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to rush and retake this MCAT um, so I can apply to medical school. At the time, I was going, I was applying to dual MD MPH programs. Um, That's kind of like what I had my MCAS application set up for. And that just kind of you know I I don't really know what happened oh yeah I remember so that was what I had my application set up for and you know what happened I went to go fill out to take my test a little bit um a little bit like three weeks after I got my scores back and there were no test spots available in September and I was like what in the world Because to make sure that you have a good chance of getting into medical school, you really want to send in your medical school applications by like September, August, you know, you really want them to be there. Um, But there were no, there were no spots open. There were no spots left. So my feelings were definitely hurt. And, you know, I just decided, I was like, so what am I going to do? You know, I don't want to spend another year in college because that's not doing anything for me. Um, So... I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm trying to go get my master's. I'm going to go get a master's in public health anyway. Might as well 
I might as well just go get my master's in public health. So I had a lot of pushback on getting my master's in public health, mainly because people are like, well, that doesn't really, you know, help you with medical school and like support you. But honestly, some of medicine is public health and that's educating people about medicine and their knowledge and you know knowing about the health systems and knowing about what causes disease you know I think even in most medical schools you have a little bit of a push towards public health things you know I think you even take a class in public health um so it's just very important and medicine's moving to a more public health oriented type space so anyway I am going to go get my pub- my master's in public health in health management. Um, one of the reasons why I chose a master's in public health was because I was like, this is a degree that I'm fully funding by myself. So my college, my parents kind of helped me pay with, for college, but I knew that if I decided to go into a master's program, I would be doing a master's program and it would be on my own dime. So I'd be taking out loans in my own name without my parents as a co-signer, you know, without them helping me foot some of the bills. And this would be something that I would fully be paying for. And so I wanted to have a degree that I really wanted, that I really loved. And out of all my options, a master's in public health just seemed like, you know, the best. Um, so I looked at master's in science and medical science and I realized I was like I'm gonna learn so much of this stuff in medical school in regards to medical science and medical sciences is really about doing research which I can get involved in in medical school so like why do I want to pay for a degree kind of like twice and then as far as postbacks which help you with medical school and help you with MCAT prep I was just like you know I can do this you know myself like postback programs their thing is, is that they help you have two, they like help you prepare for the first two years of medical school by teaching you some of the information that you're going to learn in your first year. So it's not like the first time you're seeing information and you know, like boo, that's great and everything, but I want to like, when I go to medical school, I'm not saying that it won't help to have an upper hand and advantage because it will. But most of the people that I know that went through postback programs say that either they don't remember everything or that medical school is just as hard. Like they're like, oh, I kind of remember that. But like, you know, so I was like, I really don't want to do a postback program where I'm taking hard science courses and it's not really applicable and I'm not having any clinical stuff to keep me motivated. Like, no, boo, I'm good off that. So Then I looked into Masters of Science and Chemistry and Biology, and I was like, you know what? If I don't get into medical school for another year, I I really don't want to be looking at y'all in a lab. Like, I don't. (laughs) So I thought Masters in Public Health was the best option. You know, I looked at the courses and the outline, and I really, really appreciate it. At first, I wanted to pursue a Masters in Epidemiology and focus on cancer epidemiology and um, infectious diseases. And I thought that I would love that because my degrees in chemistry, I did research in chemistry, which I really liked. And, you know, I was really sold in epidemiology. And then I wasn't. Like, something happened. I met someone at my job. This is what happened. (laughs) Story time. (laughs) I met someone at my job, this guy. He, like, came on to me and was like, oh, you know, I really like you. You're really nice. I like your smile. Like, let me take you out. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, first off, he didn't even take me out. Like, 
he came over, we watched a movie, chilled or whatever, and you know, then I really I was like, I don't really like him. But it kind of took us a week of texting to even schedule this date. And during this date, I realized I was like, let me explore a master's in health policy and management. Because he was in um a political organization and was like um a president of one of the chapters in Georgia. And so I was like, oh, wouldn't that be so cute? Like, I'm in health policy and he, you know, how, you know how we do. Don't laugh at me because you know how we do, us women. We be making a whole life. We don't even know you. And then we don't like you. And we be like, I don't know who this is. Who is this? For real, though. Who is this man? Anyone? No? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's that's what we do. That's what we do. Um... <laughs> But that's when I started exploring um, option in health policy and management. And as time went on, this was back in like August, September-ish. So it's now like October. As time went on, I was like, I really don't want to go into health policy. But I still looked into health management. And so I went to a couple of events at some local universities. Um, one of them might being my first choice, Emory. And I attended some sessions there, talked to the faculty, talked to some students, really liked it. And then after I did like a fall preview day and I was like, wow, I really, really like health management. So I was torn because I was like, I think I would love epidemiology just being from an analytical standpoint, looking at numbers, you know, gathering data. I really love statistics. And then I was like, but I think I would really like health management. So I did what any nerd would do. I looked at the bulletin. <laughs> so there was a, every school has a bulletin that has the courses on there, what you need to graduate, as well as, um, what else did it have on there? It had courses, what you need to graduate, as well as faculty, as well as, you know, just logistics of things, pricing sometimes. But most importantly, it has course outlines and course descriptions. So, Emory had it for everything and I specifically looked at Emory's course outline because they were my I mean Emory's course bulletin because they were my top choice so I was like let me let me let me look at this a little bit let me see what's going on over here so I looked at it for epidemiology I was really intrigued they also have a great thing in their course bulletin where they kind of tell you the job predictions for getting a master's in public health a master's in science in public health you know for each concentration and so I looked at the one for health management well I looked at the one for epidemiology you know it was kind of like researcher I was like okay cool I looked at the one for health management it was like medical director and you know I've been watching this new show called New Amsterdam which I mean it's not a new show because it's it's about a year old now but there is this doctor on there called Max Goodwin and he is the medical director of New Amsterdam. It's a show based off of Bellevue Hospital in New York. And I absolutely love the show. And I absolutely love his character. Like, he really just wants to help people. And he wants to make health more accessible to individuals and more fair to people, no matter what income bracket you're in, no matter what race or religion or ethnicity. You know, none of that matters to him. He's like, if you're sick, you deserve help. Let's do whatever we can to get you that help. And so I just realized more people were like that. And I was like, you know what? I think I would enjoy being a medical director more than I would enjoy being in a lab. Nothing against epidemiologists, you know, really nothing against them. Um, and something that further instilled this was that we had an epidemiologist come and visit our cancer biology class. 
and she was really cool and amazing but it didn't seem like you know she had a life outside of epidemiology and I know that it's about you know how you want your life you know I think she prioritizes her work um more than family and kids you know she wasn't married it was just really her but I was like you know I want a family I want to come home to someone and them to look me in my face and be like you doing the most right now okay go to bed (laughs) I'm gonna see you in the morning you know I want someone to call me mom one day I want a dog to get on my nerves and make me wonder why I got it in the first place you know those are things that I wish for (laughs) and you know, I realized I could have that as an epidemiologist, but I also realized that I could have that as a medical director. And I was like, if something happens to where I don't go into medicine, well, I don't want to say don't go into medicine because, you know, that something crazy would have to happen. But because I really do feel like I want to be a physician. But if something was to happen to where I practice part time or, you know, I, I decide to take a break from medicine because it became too much or whether I didn't get into medical school right away and needed to work for a while, what job would I want? Where would I be happy at? And I decided that I would be the most happy as a medical director. I would be happy knowing about our, our health insurance. I would be happy knowing about some policies. You know, I would just be happier. And when I was looking at, you know, the course descriptions, I was like, yeah, epidemiology sounds cool, but You know, these health management courses sound really cool. And I also decided to take a look at myself and see what I had been involved in and when I was the most happy. Don't get me wrong. I love talking about my research. I loved it, loved it, loved it. But sometimes I did loathe going to the lab. And part of it was because, you know, science is fickle and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I think sometimes I was just like, I don't want to be in lab today. (laughs) But I was also a part of programs like SGA, which is Student Government Association, which allowed me to create a budget and network with people and plan events and put policies into place to help students. And I really, really love that. The only times I loathed going to a meeting was when I had to deal with people's pettiness and people that I didn't like. Because there were some people in SGA, I was like, I know they're going to say some BS today. And I am not. I am not here for this. But I was like, I really loved those aspects and I really loved all of those things. So I decided to pursue a master's in public health in health management because I felt like that would be best for me. And so if you are struggling, you know, to decide what degree field you should do, you know, you should do like look at the course bulletin, see what classes you're going to be taking and see what you would be most interested in. Because another thing that I realized was that my undergraduate GPA was really low. And while I do appreciate my chemistry major, I don't think I was completely in love with my chemistry major. And when you're not completely in love with something, you know, you don't want to give up time from watching the latest episode of New Amsterdam, which you need to check out if you haven't. (laughs) But, you know, you don't want to give up time from watching TV and hanging out with your friends and, you know, procrastinating to do work and stuff. So I felt like I didn't study as much as I could. You know, I made some mistakes in undergrad and I really felt like part of that was because my major wasn't as exciting. I was like, I don't want to sit here and read 20 pages about atoms in space. Like, I really don't care. Like, there were some aspects of chemistry I loved, but there were some aspects of it I hated. And I definitely think that, you know, that's going to be with everything. You know, that's not with chemistry. If I would have majored in art or business or communication, it would have been the same as well. But I feel like sometimes for chemistry, you know, that was hard for me. 
that was kind of really hard for me so there were some things that I didn't really like and you know that was okay that was definitely okay but um yeah I for y'all I forgot where I was going someone come run me back to where I was oh yeah so you know if you're trying to struggle like look look at the courses you're going to be taking see if it interests you also look at the job prospects afterwards because you know if you want to go into medicine or you know if you're looking at this as a terminal degree and you want to go into a job what type of jobs can you get you know really look at that because with chemistry it's like really the only job I could get without getting an upper degree was going into someone's lab and at first I didn't really realize that because people were like oh you should major in chemistry because so many job opportunities and prospects but really there aren't a lot not as many as there are in business not as many as there are in communications not as many as there are in journalism you know there's tons of different things you can do so my biggest advice is really to not listen to anybody make this decision on your own because it's your life and you're going to be living it my second biggest advice is to look at the classes that will be offered you know You don't even have to go into the course outlines yet. Just look at what you're going to be taking. Look at what the trajectory looks like for this program and see if it's something that interests you. Number three, once you decide on it, if you need to make a more narrow decision or, you know, whatever, look at the course outline. Download the bulletin. Go go online, type in, for instance, type in Emory MPH Program Bulletin and you'll find it. You'll find every class that they have offered, all the faculty members. Sometimes they'll even have extra stuff in their bulletin like job prospects that you can have, you know? So look and see, you know, the bulletin. And look at it for every school, you know? I'm going to go back and look at it for every school just before I send in my applications to make doubly, doubly sure. Even though I know I want to do health management, you know? And then also think about the person that you want to be 10 years from now, which I know is really hard, but think about where you want to be in your life and if your degree can truly help you get there. You know, do you want to be still in school? Do you want to be, you know, think about where you want to be, what you want to do, what does your life look like? What does your life look like if you can't do what you want to do? Is this degree going to help you create a fallback plan that could potentially be used? Is this degree help going to motivate you and put you to where you really want to be, you know? Because I know that I love medicine. I just love helping people. I love being of service to people. I would, you know, it would take over my life if I didn't want kids and a dog and a husband. You know, it would really take over my life because I just love helping people. I love being of service. But I also know that, you know, once I retire from medicine, I still want to be doing stuff in medicine. Like, I would love to teach. I would love to run a hospital. I would love, you know, I would love to run a hospital in the prime of my career. You know, I think that would be awesome to run a hospital, make some changes, you know, raise some money, do, you know, do my thing, like, for real. So, like, you know, just think about who you want to be 10 years from now and make a decision make a decision but yeah I mean that's really all I have about it that's that that's what I got you know that's why I decided to choose a master's in public health in health management 
you know, I think it's going to make me a better candidate for things like chief resident and things of that nature. I think it's also going to help me become a medical director of a hospital or a practice because I definitely think that I want to work in a hospital and in clinic, you know, for a a lot of my life. Um, And so it's going to help me move up in management in those aspects. Um, you know, once I have kids, if I want to only do medicine part-time and, you know, run a business and still be making money, you know, maybe I can be a medical director and, you know, see patients when there's an interesting case or, you know, see patients as an, on an as-needed basis but not be on call all the time, you know, things of that nature. So, yeah, yeah, but I just, you know, I really had to take a look at myself and also just tune out the haters. There were a lot of people who didn't understand what I was doing. And there's still some people who don't understand. And there's some people who's not going to understand even when I have an MD after my name and people are calling me doctor and I'll be 50 years old and would have been practicing for 20 years. Like there's still going to be people that are like, why did you go get a master's in public health and health management again? Like, wow, what are you doing? Like, you don't have to answer to anybody that you don't want to answer to. Okay, that's number one. And number two, like I said, this is your life. You have one life. Live it the best way that you know how. Not your mama, not your grandma, not your cousin, not Auntie Betty. Live it the best way that you know how. Because at the end of the day, when you go to sleep, you only go to sleep. It ain't you and Betty. It ain't you and your mama. It's you in your bed. And you have to live with your choices and the decisions that you make. You don't want to ever resent anybody and feel like they push you towards a decision so the best thing you can do is just make the decision for yourself so i hope that this helps somebody if you're trying to find a you know a way or if you're trying to think of a reason of you know getting an extra degree i hope this was really helpful if you have any questions let me know um hit me up on instagram you can slide into my dms i won't judge you (laughs) but no for real Hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions. And if there's a lot of questions, maybe I'll post a Q&A on, you know, Master's in Public Health. Um, I haven't started my program yet. I haven't decided what school I'm going to. I haven't even sent in applications. But I will keep you all updated as I go through all of those steps. Um, yeah. so much for tuning in i really really appreciate it i hope that this podcast was able to help someone who's thinking about pursuing a master's in public health um or really any degree um i think the best advice i can give you and the best advice that i've taken when making decisions like this i wish i would have known when choosing my major was to look at the course outline and you know really listen to your heart and your gut you know, listen to your brain about what gets it excited. You know, physical chemistry, I knew when I read that course outline, because I did the same thing in college, I knew physical chemistry did not get me excited. But I only looked at the course outline for chemistry and biology, and I was like, well, chemistry has less classes, and you know, the ecology portion of biology doesn't get me too excited, so I think I'm gonna just go with chemistry. Like, don't do that. Don't be playing. Don't, don't do that. Look at anything you think you might be interested in, okay? Especially if you're going into college because there's just so many ways to brand yourself with internships and classes and minors that, you know, even if you get a degree in communications, you could really be 
you know, working in business or politics, you know, if you do what's, you know, the right thing. And never let anyone tell you no, most importantly. So yeah, but make sure to look at the course outlines and look at this course description. So know what classes you're going to take and know what those classes are about and just really see what interests you and go from there, you know, then make decisions, then sign up for classes, then pick your major, then pick your minor, then pick your concentration, whatever, 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 you know, do what you need to do. But I hope you all have a great day. Oh, that country came out of me. I say y'all, I hope you all have a great day, great night, whatever time you listen to this podcast, stay beautiful and don't let anybody stress you out because they're not worth it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember to follow, like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do so you never miss an episode. Okay. All right.